We find Jesus in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of forms, and through so many different paths that can engage all our senses. There are all of the ways we sense Christ's presence in church. The smell of the pews, the feeling of cool water on your forehead, the taste of the sacrament, the sight of our beautiful stained glass, and the sounds of the organ, congregational singing, or the wiggles of little ones. Liturgy invites us into the closer presence of Christ and a closer to others. It's a gathering that shares a similar experience of being close to Jesus. In our psalm, we hear how wonderful is God in his holy places. Earlier this week, I found myself in an unbelievable place, standing in a large crowd in the upper chapel of St. Chapelle, which is a royal chapel in Paris, across the street from its much better-known sister, the Cathedral of Notre Dame. And perhaps because Notre Dame was still under construction after it was largely destroyed by fire in 2018, the crowd at St. Chapelle was much bigger than I anticipated. It is a small chapel. It's not big, but the ceilings are vaulting. They're painted a deep blue with gold stars, and they frame these soaring stained glass windows. The windows tell stories of Holy Scripture from Genesis to Revelation. They were made this way to communicate to those who couldn't read the stories of the Bible. All of these windows centered around a high altar that at one time held relics of Christ. In this particular place, it was a portion of Jesus' crown of thorns. King Louis IX purchased them in the, in the 13th century. So this place with relics, this was literally a place where people, you know, mostly wealthy and royal people, were able to actually physically be close to Christ. And it was hard not to feel it. And I happened to visit on May 18th, which is the Feast of the Ascension of Christ, which we hear about in Acts today. The, chap the chapel is simply breathtaking. Its floor is swarming with others who are encountering Christ in whatever way that made sense to them. I thought it was particularly amusing that there was an employee there whose single job was to sit in a chair and shush the crowd. When the din of people and conversation kind of went above a certain level, he would say, shh, and everyone would quiet down again until the next time. But that's something that crowds do, right? When gathered together, we hum with conversation and shared experience, and it was just hard not to be in awe of this place. And yet, I wonder, I wonder if a place like St. Chapelle, or even any church, any holy space, is the only place we can look for Jesus in our midst. I love the conundrum that Jesus' ascension poses for his disciples. It is one that I think many of us tend to find ourselves in when needing somewhere to point or gesture towards God, towards Jesus. 
Jesus is lifted up, and the disciples stay below, gazing up at the clouds, as though everything that Jesus promised would somehow pour out of a Jesus-shaped hole in the sky. They're looking up, like we often do, to search for God. But angels come to say, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So they leave that place and they go back to where Jesus was crucified and risen, to Jerusalem, to that upper room where so many close and intimate encounters with Christ took place. I don't know if that room in particular was another special portal into contact with Jesus. But what I think is important about this is their movement outwards. Their movement down Mount Olivet. They were told that they should be searching for Jesus and that he would likely be found in a different place. Christ is often found in the unlikeliest of places, places that can also engage our senses and help us to feel like we are in Christ's presence. Now remember, at this point in the story, the Holy Spirit has yet to descend upon the disciples on the day of Pentecost, which is considered the beginning of the church. And remember that the church is not a building. It is a body that was inaugurated in creation. There are blessedly few restrictions on when and how the church can gather as a body and encounter Christ. We learned this in a new way during the pandemic. We had to look elsewhere for Christ's presence. So where is it you've seen Christ recently? Was it in church? Was it somewhere else? If you're not really sure or you don't know where to start, I want to remind you of the portion of chapter 25 of Matthew and Jesus' speech to confused disciples. Whenever you fed someone hungry, gave drink to the thirsty, comforted the lost and imprisoned, you did so to me, Jesus said. Lord, when was it that we saw you? Well, they saw him and others who needed love who may or may not have ever stepped foot in a temple or near Jesus. Gathering in churches together for worship is a necessary part of Christian life. But so is going out from this place, intentionally seeking Christ in other places, and these might be unholy places, non-sanctified, ugly, dirty, smelly, our senses repulsed. But Christ dwells there, too. Christ dwells in prisons and refugee camps and homeless encampments and intensive care units. Christ dwells in every soul we pass on the sidewalk, every person we've ever loved, every person we've ever disliked. It is a beautiful thing for us to be told that there isn't one particular place we must be in order to encounter Christ. Very few people get to see a place like St. Chapelle every single day, except for perhaps the person who shushes people. It is a special place, but it is not an ordinary place. It was built by a king for the king 
to establish divine right to rule. It was never, nor I argue, is still a place for the marginalized. But the margin is the only place Christ ever told us he would be. And please do not forget to look for Christ in another unexpected place, often the most surprising to us, which is in our own selves, in our own souls and bodies. Christ dwells there too, whatever brokenness you might carry. Sometimes this is the hardest place to look. I am no longer in the world, Christ says in the gospel, but they are in the world. They are, we are. So where should we go to find Christ? Church, yes, please make no mistake about that. But importantly, we can find Christ in all of the joyful and dark places life may take us because we are here. We are not supposed to be absently gazing at the sky, waiting for Christ to come back down. We are called to look for Christ elsewhere. It is a call away from passivity toward activity. Jesus' ascension into heaven is not him departing us for a better world that abstractly floats somewhere in the sky. It is about him becoming dispersed and magnified in other people across the world, who he loved and who he saved. We were given a job to do, and when Jesus comes again, we might be better equipped to see him the further out from this place we are able to go. Holy places are sacred and important. The ditches and hills of our lives are sacred and important too. How wonderful is God in these holy places? So I ask, where can you find Jesus today? In the name of God. Please stand. Nicene Creed is found on page 358. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 